This week's episode of Downsizing is brought to you by waiting for the voicemail to start recording before hanging up, otherwise known as a waste of everyone's time. Hello and welcome to Downsizing, the show that's essentially theater of the mind for impotent rage. I'm your host, Travis Thickle, Tim Down. Well, folks, if you thought that I brought some shitty energy to the show last week, you have no idea what's in store this week, because uh, last week was one of the worst weeks <laughs> I've had, maybe since starting the podcast. It was not good. It was the uh, no good, very bad week. Um, a- as I addressed last week, I did get a parking ticket by some... Uh, We'll call him a hero, quite frankly, because Christ on the cross, I mean, what could have happened had I not gotten a $90 goddamn citation? Um, You know, personally, me, I prefer my citations in in an essay. And uh, did I just say me, I, uh, not ironically and sincerely? Yeah, that's a little unusual for me. Maybe I've done it ironically way too much, and now I'm just a me, I guy. Uh, Mr. Me, I guy. Mr. Miyagi, there's something there. Listen, uh, I fixed the issue with my car. And when I say I fixed the issue with my car, um, I mean my dad fixed the issue with my car. Uh, Because I called him um, because I'm not an adult. So I called him and said, hey, if I need to take my car to the garage, like, obviously I have to call a tow truck. But do I have to like make an appointment or can I just have my car brought there and then come in and say, hey, can you guys take a look at this? Like, how does that work? And he goes, well, um, no, you don't need to make an appointment. But why don't I come take a look? And I said, you know, that's a great idea. Why don't you come take a look? So he shows up and we're looking at it. And I'm like, yeah, there's no way I'm, I'm getting this thing off. And he's looking at it for a bit and he's kind of, you know. Because, uh, you know, as I said, it's the it's the contact. It's the part that attaches the battery cable to the battery itself. The terminal, if you will, was broken. And it was fully fucked from me trying to get it off. And so he's looking at it and he's going, you know, well, why don't you just put the new piece on? And then we attach, we just sort of tape it together with the old part, basically. And I was like, that's a very interesting idea. I don't think I would have thought of that. Because he's looking at it and he's like, even if you get this thing off, the wires underneath are probably fucked. Like, they're fine now, but if you try and take it apart, they're probably not that good. They're probably going to crumble to bits. I was like, that's a really good point. That's a really good point. Uh, So, basically, we clean it up a little bit. He takes it. He puts some electrical tape around it. We put a zip tie around it to hold it all together just to do a nice, a real bang up job and then I get in and I turn my car on and it turns on it it fucking worked and let me tell you something that is not the kind of solution I would have ever thought of um but that's what happens when you reach adulthood you you come up with solutions to problems that make sense and you don't end up uh I don't know at two o'clock in the morning in the rain in front of your building, trying with every fiber of your being to pull a, to, to un, unscrew a nut that's probably welded on there in the first place, all the while getting grime, battery acid, dirt, 
oil most likely all over yourself. So it's resolved um, for the most part. At least there's a, a temporary fix. Um, but I, I decided, you know, we're looking at it and it's it shouldn't, it works fine for now. It actually sounds better than it used to, but I don't think it's the kind of thing I'd want to leave on there for, you know, the remainder of the life of the car. Or it might be the cause of the end of the life of the car. And so I was looking into it and I was like, well, maybe I can just replace all the cables. Because the battery itself, I'm pretty sure is fine. But the cables are kind of messed up. So maybe I'll replace the cables. So I went back to Canadian Tire. And I got in line at the parts counter. Like I did last time. And I was waiting and I was... Because I I spent a, a not insignificant amount of time looking at the options they had as far as the wires. And I was like... I don't even know if this is, I don't even know if this is going to fit. I don't know if this is long enough. There's a couple different gauges of wire. Which one do I need? And I thought, you know what? I tried Googling it. I can't get any answers. I'll go out. I have the owner's manual in my car. I'm sure it says it in there. So I go and I sat in the passenger seat in my car, flipping through this, this book from... I mean, this antique book, it's from 2006. And I, I saw some stuff about changing brake fluid and about rotating my tires. There's a weird diagram of a baby, I guess, to show how to put in a baby seat. Um, but no, no specs, no details on what kind of wire I should be using. I thought, you know what? That's kind of fucking annoying and weird. But you know what? Hey. I'm not a car guy. Maybe this is just one of those things that everyone just kind of knows. And so they feel like it goes without saying. So I go back in, I'm standing in line. There's uh, one person ahead of me, but the whole thing is taking a pretty long time. I'm not sure if it's because of the the guy at the counter taking a while or the, the, the customer making it longer than it should be. But I was standing there for a while, just kind of twiddling my thumbs. And then the guy at the garage, because there's like the garage portion of Canadian Tire, the guy at the counter there calls me over. He goes, hey, I can help you. And I walk over and I go, hello, I own the most common car on planet Earth. I own a Toyota Corolla 2006. And I would like to change the cables on my battery. And he goes, oh, well, what length do you need? And I'm like, that's a good question. I was actually kind of kind of baked into what I said I was trying to do was the question, how long does the cable need to be? And he goes, okay, well, what, what kind of car is it? And I go, it's a Toyota. And he goes, what's here? And I, what's the year? And I said, well, it's 2006. Not a problem. I have a hard time listening too. So he looks in his computer and he types it up and he goes, okay, Toyota Corolla 2006. Huh. It doesn't say the gauge of wire that you need. Or no, he goes, oh, it, it, it doesn't really say, but we have the wires over there. And I'm like, yeah, I know, but you have different gauges. I want to know, is there a different gauge I should be using? Is it one for the positive one for the negative? What's the, what's the deal? And he goes, you know what? I'm not sure that it doesn't really say here, but you can ask the guy at the parts counter. He owns a Corolla and he just changed the battery cables in his Corolla. So he should be able to help you. And I said, that's a great coincidence. I mean, that's a guy that was not the most helpful to me the last time. Um, but 
he did show me the right part. He just was not the most helpful in descri- in giving supplementary information, which I can't say I fault him for. But, you know, I'm just saying. He didn't exactly give me the level of customer service that I was uh, hoping for. But that's great. So I go back, and now instead of being the next in line, there's two people ahead of me. So I have to wait even longer, which uh, was not the most enthusiastic about. And I guess part of why it's throwing me off is because, you know, it's not like I'm driving a Saab. It's not like I'm driving a, a, a car from the 90s that's kind of uncommon. It's not like I've, I've got a, a Saturn. It's a Toyota Corolla. It's like... I don't even know how to describe it. It's the most common thing. It's... I mean, aside from a Honda Civic, I'm pretty sure it's the most bought or highest review. It's something. It's a big deal in the car world. It's known. It's like going, hey, have you ever heard of the Beatles? Yeah, fucking obviously. They're the Beatles. Hey, I've got a Toyota Corolla. Hey, yeah, we have a million parts for that because it's, everyone fucking has one. Everyone has my exact make and year of Corolla. I see it all the time. It's what makes it hard to figure out where I parked. That's why I have a shotgun shell air freshener. So it makes it a lot easier to find. But that's not what's been happening. So I'm getting a little annoyed. And then I walk up and I start talking to the parts guy, finally, when I when I get up to the counter. And I don't know if it's just this guy's demeanor. But he, he didn't have the vibe of like, hi, I'm a guy that also owns a Toyota Corolla. And also, I just changed the battery wire in my car. He seemed almost like he didn't know why I was asking him. Which I felt was is an interesting approach from a, a customer service standpoint. But listen, I'm not going to spend this whole time complaining about customer service. I'm just going to spend most of the time. Because I'm getting into my 30s. Not quite yet, but I will be soon. And, uh, you know, I think that's the kind of brand, kind of uh, thing I'm going to be doing. So this podcast is just going to turn into every other podcast of the white guy in his 30s if it if it hasn't already uh but anyway so i walk up and he goes yeah so here or no i the first thing first thing he asked me actually i go hi i'm looking to change the wire my corolla and he goes yeah all the battery stuff's over there and i go yep absolutely Uh, i actually found all that um i'm actually looking for a bit of help which is why i'm i'm talking to you and we walk over he goes yeah any one of these will work and i'm like that's great i just noticed that there's different gauges of wire so I'm curious if uh, I need to, is there different, should I use one, should I use the thicker gauge for the positive and the thinner gauge for the other one, or what's up? He's like, no, you can use it for both. And I'm like, okay, well, I've given that kind of answer before at customer service, uh, where it's like, I'm pretty sure this is correct, but I'm not entirely sure. But anyway, I got some, and then I, um, a couple days later, brought it to my parents' house to try and see if I could fix it. Uh, my main thing was just to try and take the battery out and and see where all the cables went to see if I could be able to actually change it myself. Um, and the thing about trying to fix something on your car is it's kind of like a, a fractal. Like you think it's just, you think you're going to do something simple. Like, hey, I'm going to change this part of my car. And that's, sh- I should just buy the new part, figure out how to take it out switch it out and I'm and I'll be good. But that's not how it ends up working out. It's usually, oh, I have to take this part out. 
Uh, but I need to get this tool because I don't have the right tool to uh, to get the old part out. So I got to get that. Or, okay, well, I have to get this old part out, but it's kind of stuck. So now I have to figure out how to get that out. Or uh, it doesn't really say the specifications. And it just keeps going and going and going. And I could not get the negative terminal off my battery. So I didn't want to end up just breaking it and then going, oh, hey, congratulations. You also now need a new... You not only need to replace the cables, you fucked it up in a way that you need to replace your battery. And oh, by the way, because your car battery doesn't work anymore, because you fucking broke it doing something stupid, you need to call a tow truck and pay for that too. So I elected to give up. And at some point over the next period of time, I guess I'll go bring it to a garage and get it fixed like I probably should have done in the first place and save myself a whole lot of complaining. Now, speaking of complaining, let me tell you about something that happened, something else that happened to me last week. I, uh, I may have mentioned it before. Uh, I have, I have designs on going to Florida in a couple of weeks. And uh, if you're not, uh, if you haven't left your hometown ever, in order to go to a different country, you need to have what's called a passport. And a passport is something that I do have. However, the one that I have currently is expired. Expired in 2021. Should I have renewed it at some point in the past two years? Yeah, I should have. I definitely should have. The fact that I didn't is no one's fault but my own. But I realized that I needed to go and get it renewed. So I made an appointment. And I made, I may have talked about this in a previous episode, but I'm just letting you know, reminding you of the buildup, maybe. If you were doing something more interesting at the time you were listening to this episode. Or got some horrible news. I don't know. I don't know what you do when you listen to these. Uh, so I, I was looking to make an appointment. Because I could do a walk-in, but there's no guarantee I'm going to get in blah, 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 all this stuff. There's one place that had an appointment for April 19th. It's last Wednesday. I thought that's perfect. I'll go, submit the application. Uh, I'm going to have to pay extra in fees in order to get it on time. But you know what? That's a-okay with me. That is totally fine. I'll deal with it. Uh, I'll let the chips fall where they may. That's the price I pay for procrastinating. But then, you know, there's there's whisperings in the news. Hey, federal employees are going to go on strike. I was like, okay, well, uh, I don't know. And then it was, hey, they're going to go on strike Wednesday, April 19th. And I was like, well, I don't know. Maybe they'll maybe they'll do it at the end of the work day. <laughs> you, know, you know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Uh, and my appointment was for 1 p.m. And uh, I get a call maybe 11.30 a.m. And the guy goes, hi, I see you have an appointment today at the Service Canada to renew your passport. I said, that's correct. I have a feeling you're going to tell me that's not the case. And he goes, yeah, so we're going on strike. So your appointment's been canceled. Um, You will be able to rebook as soon as the strike's over. I said, okay, well... That's uh, 
I mean, I guess I don't have much choice here. I guess it doesn't really matter how I feel about this because one way or the other, you guys are striking. And he goes, yeah, yeah, well, uh, last time the strike only lasted 15 hours. So if it lasts 15 hours, you can book again tomorrow and then, uh, you know, you'll be good to go. And I said, I have a feeling that that's not what's going to happen. That was last Wednesday, the 19th. I'm recording this Tuesday, the 25th. Almost one week. And the strike's still ongoing. Which, uh, originally, my current ticket is for May 11th. Which means I currently have... Oh, two... Two weeks-ish. To go submit my application, have it be processed... Be processed, have it so I can go pick it up. Not, and that's not including all of the people that uh, have already submitted and and whose applications were in the process of being <laughs> processed uh, before I even submitted my stuff. So I think I'm either not not gonna make it, or I'm gonna end up paying. I don't know. Let's say a thousand dollars. Is it possible I'm going to pay a thousand dollars to get my passport? Maybe. And then it's the pleasure of going to Florida, where it's going to be hot as fuck, and I might get eaten by an alligator. It's at least a, a fun way to go. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so I'm going to tell you something. If you talk to me, if you called my uh, place of business at some point last week, you may have gotten a, a, a level of customer service that you didn't like. You were maybe a little bit upset. You maybe got a little bit of a terse answer to whatever question you may have had about stat pay or about why you didn't get paid when, in fact, you actually did. You just don't check your bank account. You know, sometimes these things happen. And you know what? I'm trying to have a positive attitude. I'm trying to recognize the the things that I cannot change and 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 the things that I can change and try and just take a solution-based approach to these issues. And go, hey, can I come up with a solution for this? Is this something that's in my power to, ch- to control and change? If so, let's let's take steps. If not, let's try and set it aside. And listen, I I uh, I support anybody going on strike. Go for it. I I everybody's underpaid to one degree or another. So sure. I mean, unless you're a like CEO, I think in that case, maybe, maybe just stay in the office. But for the most part, yeah, I'm all on board. It's just one is the funniest possible timing that they started their strike the day that I had my appointment. Like it wasn't like <laughs> day before, day after, it doesn't make much of a difference. But the day of is a, it's a pretty clear sign from up above that I'm maybe, maybe Maybe pissed off the big man upstairs. But also, I mean, I'm pretty sure that that, that the people striking <laughs> make more money than me. And so it's kind of a mixed thing of like, hey, I su- fully support you doing that. But it is a little unlikable, to be honest with you. It is a little bit unlikable. And not only that, uh, you know, people will say, oh, 
well, if they get the raise, oh, it'll trickle to the private sector and everyone else will get a raise because all that. And it's like, you know, somehow, I don't fucking think so. <laughs> you know, I, somehow, I don't fucking think so. But who knows? Maybe I'll get a cheeky little raise as well. Or maybe, I don't know, I'll just turn to a life of crime or OnlyFans. Those seem like the two, you know, I hear crime pays and OnlyFans, like I said, I'm sure I can find a niche. <sighs> or maybe I'll get like a fun side job that I don't care about. Maybe I'll become a bartender. I think that'd be fun. I mean, I can't hear for shit. My French isn't that good, but I think it'd be fun to be a bartender. You know? At some dingy bar where all I do is just clean a glass all day and then serve one person who's strangely protagonistic and gives some sage advice and then go serve the one other guy that doesn't have any lines. <sighs> I think all I know about bartending comes from movies. Um, listen, I, you know, I've, uh, I've talked a lot about things that have gone poorly uh, this week. I've complained a lot. I've said some mistakes that I've made and some dumb things that I've done. Um, and this next part is actually no, no different. Um, so <laughs> on the weekend, I went to a birthday party. It was for uh, a person and also for a dog. Um, I don't, it's not really relevant to the story. I just think it's a, a nice little wrinkle to throw in there. And I was meeting, it's uh, sort of my girlfriend's friends, like that kind of group of people. And there's some people that I've never met before. They were in the same program as as us in, in CJEP, but I never met them. And then we went to, uh, a, f a few of them are in a band, and we actually went to see their show a couple weeks ago, or I guess a couple months ago at this point. It's not that interesting, and it doesn't matter. But I was meeting this person for the first time. And another thing you should know about this party is, I've never had this happen before at a party. It was a, it was a decently sized party, uh, but there was like a lot of food like the the birthday uh, girl's mom made a big pot of chili and then there was also ribs and chicken wings and popcorn and just all kinds of, it was great it was my kind of party to be sure uh but I, I was going and i was talking to somebody and i was making myself a plate had like chicken wings on it had uh i mean i think that might have been it honestly but then i put uh had a rib on i put one rib on my plate I was just having a conversation, hadn't eaten it yet, just, you know, talking to somebody that I sort of tangentially know or had met once, um, and then her boyfriend came up. And uh, and as you do, uh, we shook hands. And it was only when our hands made contact for the handshake that I realized that I had a considerable amount of barbecue sauce on my hand um i uh i mean i when i just say that i don't mean like i had like a little bit like you know you'll get like a little almost like a, a thin film of like oh it's just a little bit there no this this was is it too much to say a quarter of a teaspoon it was a lot enough that i was surprised that I didn't feel it at all, but also surprised that, because there had to have been some transfer of the barbecue sauce from my hand to his hand, and 
I looked in his, I was looking in his eyes. They didn't change. And I didn't see him go check his hand to be like, what the fuck's on my hand? He just held eye contact. It was very gracious. We had a conversation. I didn't address it. I probably should have. I probably should have said, hey, I'm so sorry. I just put barbecue sauce on your hand. I know we just met and this is a weird foot to start on. But this is what I've done here. But I didn't. And then (laughs) I didn't mention it to anybody. I told my girlfriend after the party. She thought it was hilarious and told the hosts of the party, hey, guess what happened? Tim shook someone's hand with barbecue sauce. And this was the response. They go, oh, yeah, we saw that. We couldn't help. We couldn't stop laughing. So it's a. (laughs) They were across the room. So it was an amount of barbecue sauce that could be seen from across the room that I put on this stranger's hand. And to to give you this, this guy must be like a really, I mean, I, he's got to be a great guy because I talked to him for most of the party. And let me tell you something. Do you want to know what we talked about? We talked about Protest the Hero, which is my favorite band. And we talked about One Piece. You know what I'm saying? I mean, he literally asked me, he goes, we were talking about music. He goes, oh, do you like Protest the Hero? And I'm like, dude, and I showed him a tattoo on my arm because I'm a big dork. And we talked about uh, that shit for a while. Then, um, uh, okay, I've got a landlord calling me. Hold on. Just kidding. That was the bank. They said that I have too much money. It's super weird. Anyway, let's not get into it. Um, yeah, so he asked me that. He asked me also, I, I think I referenced one piece on the off chance that he uh, he would know what it was. He's like, oh, I've kind of heard of it. And then we were talking about One Piece. He literally goes, well, what's what makes One Piece good? Like, what do you like about it? And I was like, you don't know what you've done. <laughs> and we had a long conversation about that. And so uh, I hope that uh, if he did, in fact, notice that I put um, an egregious amount of barbecue. I mean, any amount of barbecue sauce to put on a stranger's hand is, a, is an egregious amount. I'm just saying, you know the amount that I gave. I hope it, I hope our conversation made up for that. Um, and if it didn't, well, uh, that's life sometimes. Sometimes, uh, you know, you can't win them all. So anyway, hopefully you just, hopefully you can win some. And on that note, I think we're going to conclude this week's episode of Downsizing. Thank you so much for tuning in. As always, you can follow me on Instagram at excessively underscore Caucasian or send me a little email at downsizingpod at gmail.com. Tune in next week to see what kinds of sauce I get on people, I guess. Hey, everyone. We are live from my backyard where I am smoking a brisket and some ribs. I'm the meat chef. Yeah, someone asked me, do I smoke meat? Smoking meat. Smoking these meats. Smoking meats earlier in the day. I'm the meat chef. Today we got a brisket on the big guy and some pork ribs of the meat chef. I got ribs in there going on the ribs. I got ribs in there. Wheat baby ribs. I got ribs in there going on the ribs. Of the meat chef. Wheat baby ribs. Wheat baby ribs. Of the meat chef. Wheat baby ribs. Wheat 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 baby ribs. Of the meat chef. I got ribs in there going on the ribs. I got ribs in there. Wheat baby ribs. I got ribs in there going on the ribs. Of the meat chef. We have just applied the sweet baby ribs.
on the ribs. I'm the meat chef.